On this episode of Money with Friends, we are going to reveal the perfect holiday gift that I promise no one will ever return and will always get a smile. And as if it couldn't get better, we have guest co-host and season two thought leader, the host of the Popcorn Finance Podcast, Chris Browning, back with us and so much more. Welcome to the Money with Friends podcast. I am certified financial planner, Bobby Rebell, host of the Financial Grown-Up podcast, coming to you from my very grown-up kitchen in New York City. Hi, and I am Chris Browning, host of the Popcorn Finance Podcast, coming to you from Popcorn Headquarters out here in Los Angeles, California. This is the money news show that includes commentary on recent headlines and stories with thought leaders from across the financial landscape, like Chris Browning from Popcorn Finance. We break those stories down into what matters to you, our friends, and we leave you with a takeaway to make it your own. Big thanks to Bestow for supporting Money with Friends. Bestow is term life insurance that is 100% online and never requires a medical exam prices start at three dollars per month three bucks chris three bucks how do you get it you apply at hellobestow.com forward slash mwf that is hello bestow b-e-s-t-o-w.com slash mwf chris welcome back thanks for having me back again bobby's always fun joining here on the show what's going on over at popcorn finance you know, just wrapping up 2019, kind of reflecting back, I've been doing some thinking about goals I set for myself this year and kind of looking out to what's coming up in the future. What's coming up in the future, Chris? What's your big goal for 2020? Not to put you Ooh. on the spot, which I am, I of course. Yeah. Putting me on the spot anyways, Bobby. No, it's a, <laughs> you know, I live in California. Houses are extremely expensive. So one of my goals is to uh, keep saving towards a down payment. I'm trying to get half of a, like, man, I say 10 to 15% down payment, which is a, a lot of money. So it's I'm a lot of working. money in California. Yeah, for sure. towards a part of a down payment next year. <laughs> but at least rates will probably hold steady. That's what the smart people say, right? All those economists yeah. out there. Though they That's were kind of wrong like. this year. They said they were going to go up and they went down. But anyway. I know. Well, we'll see what the Fed does, but it looks like hopefully we're staying steady for a while. All right. We're going to check back with you about that house project at some point. But for now, let's see which one of our friends is going to get us into today's headline. This is Andy from Derby, Vermont. The Money Talking Party starts now. It's time for Money with Friends. All right. This headline comes to us from Kiplinger. It is by Rocky Mangle. And it starts, year-end tax tip, give cash gifts to family and friends. You see where I was going in that teaser at the beginning? (laughs) Who would be sad about getting cash? All right. And the piece begins, tis the season for giving, so why not take advantage of the annual gift tax exclusion before ringing in the new year? Imagine looking at your grandchild's face when he rips the wrapping paper off your holiday gift, opens the lid, and sees a box full of cash. That'll move you to the top of the favorite grandparents list pretty quickly. But giving money to family and friends can also be a smart tax planning move. For wealthier Americans, giving away cash now can help you reduce or even avoid estate taxes when you die. The general rule is that any gift is subject to federal gift tax. However, there's an important exception to this rule. You can gift up to $15,000 per person during the year without having to file a gift tax return. If you're married, your spouse can also give $15,000 to the same people. So that jacks it up to $30,000 per year. So for example, if you're married, you have three kids and six grandchildren, blah, 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 it adds it all up. It's $360,000 in tax-free gifts. That's amazing, Chris. Um, That's a lot of money. You pick it up at the next right, paragraph. So, 
All right, so, and here's the added bonus. Whatever you give away this year, up to the $15,000 per recipient limit won't be counted for estate tax purposes when you die. So for example, if the current value of your estate is above the federal estate tax exclusion amount, there's a lot of words there, uh, which is $11.4 million in 2019 and 11.5, eh, almost 6 million in 2020, giving away money now could drop the value below the exclusion amount which would mean no federal estate taxes when you pass away. And also keep in mind that the estate tax exclusion will fall to $5 million uh, in 2026 unless Congress permanently adopts the current amount. Um, so those are very high, very high dollar amounts there, Bobby. <laughs> those are high dollar amounts. That's right. What do you think about that? I think, well, one, I would love to be in a position to where I would be charged estate tax. I would... Uh, <laughs> I'd be all for that as a point in my life. But uh, I think this is this is part of, uh, I think, a tax strategy for someone who's definitely know they're approaching. I guess, end, I guess it sounds really horrible to say this, but you're approaching end of life and oh. you're starting to have to make these decisions on what you're going to do with your money. And if you're in a position where you've you've been fairly successful and you've amassed this amount of money, this is a strategy you could take to to hopefully uh, reduce your tax impact because I think most people are trying to find ways to pay less taxes. So uh, I definitely get the strategy. Yes, and definitely, you know, states. Every state is different. There's also state taxes. I mean, I don't. I don't think California is one that is that is affected. But I know New York has also a state a state a state estate tax. That's hard to say. <laughs> yes, there's a state estate tax. So you have to watch all of that. Yeah, I think it just goes to say that, I mean, especially when you get to like estate planning and figuring out what's going to happen to what you own once you pass, it can get complicated. And it's, it's whether, I mean, we're this situation, we're definitely talking about people who are on the wealthy side of the uh, the spectrum. It still takes a lot of thought and planning into what you're going to do with that money once you get to that point. Like, even if you have $2,000, what are you going to do with that? So I think this is just thinking ahead, getting yourself prepped and finding strategies that can uh, work in your favor. Exactly. Um, let's look at our Instagram because we did ask our Instagram money friends what they thought about this issue. So the question that we asked them, Chris, was, um, okay, do you gift cash for tax purposes? So what do you think our money friends said about that question? Ooh, you know what? I'm going to think, I'm, I'm leaning towards the majority said no. Um, so I'm going to say... I'm going to say 70, I'm going to pick 77% said no. You were close. You were close oh. in that it was a majority um, because people that were tuning into yesterday's show know that you, you were not, you did not get it right. <laughs> not even close. But you were very close today. So I just asked them, do you give, get, do you gift cash for tax purposes? 92% said no and 8% said yes. But mm. maybe, I think it's something people think about maybe later in life as they're figuring out their estate situation. And I exactly. think that it also shifts. I mean, one thing I like about the article is it talks about the fact that it's a fluid situation. Um, so, you know, we don't really know what's going to happen. Yeah. And it definitely makes it hard to plan because tax laws change. They change over time. And especially when you're planning for something as far as what you're going to do with your money when you die. Hopefully, that's a very long time from now for most of us. And you don't really know what the landscape is going to look like. I mean, you can. it's always smart to prep and you know use information you have today, but you never know what's going to happen coming down the road. Exactly. And um, yeah, so it's a lot unpredictable. But for the recipients, what do you think about that? How would you feel if you have relatives that are like, I just have too much money. I'm just going to give you money. 
Bobby, I would be 100% okay with that situation. Any day, anytime, if any of my family members are listening to this, if you have too much money and you would like to give it to me, just don't even think twice. Just go ahead and send it over. <laughs> I want to, let, let's just actually turn this to a little bit of a more serious note. Um, you know, the estate tax, it's a complicated situation because people do feel that this is money that is sometimes taxed twice because you've paid tax on it, presumably, and now you're being taxed again. And now the number is very high. Okay, eleven yeah. million. That, that that is very high. Very few people would have it. But on principle, what do you think about the idea of it? The concept of taxing, like if it weren't eleven million, if it were like after like you know fifty thousand, whatever it is, you know, if they tax everybody's whole estate, is that the concept of of taxing money another time? I, I don't know. What do you think? This is a very difficult topic, and it's a polarizing topic as well. Uh, well, it's I think- polarizing because the number is so high. Yes. So it becomes a rich versus not rich. Exactly. But if it was not that, as a concept, I'm curious what you think. Ooh, as a concept, because I, I, I doubt they would apply this, you know, broadly across everyone. Because, I, I mean, I think there'd be a lot of uproar over that. Um, but I don't like the, obviously, I don't like the idea of if I pay taxes on this money and then I'm going to pay taxes again before I give it to my kids, I would not be excited about the, the prospect of that at all. So I, I think I definitely get why people would be opposed to paying taxes on money after they're dead. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, the estate is paying the tax, but anyway. Yeah, we'll say that. Yeah. That, yes. that they're, what they're leaving to their children is right. uh, less than what they saved up, I should say. Well, and it is. It's really important that, you know, there are a lot of people that have earned money and it's any amount of money. It can be, it, I mean, we're talking about very wealthy people when you talk about $11 million, but there are people that maybe earned whatever, a much lower number, whether it's, you know, $50,000, $100,000, and they want to leave it to their children. It's a, the feeling is the same, that you want to take care of your loved ones. And, you know, that's something that um, I think is nice. The idea that you want to give gift cash to loved ones, whether it's for tax purposes or not, so that they'll have that financial stability. Yeah, no, I agree. And I mean, to give an argument to the other side, to play devil's advocate and jump on the other side, one argument I've heard uh, for for, uh, estate tax is, well, a lot of times this money is held in, you know, investments which have not been taxed and they would only be subject to a capital gains tax if they were sold. So this is a way of, you know, taking a little bit of money back to help support the government and resource and things like that. That's devil's advocate side of things. So please don't email me, but that's just, <laughs> no, <laughs> that's just guys, what I'm thinking do of. Not, we are not making personal <laughs> statements. We are just having, you know, a discussion about different concepts and different ways to approach the whole idea. But it is something that a lot of people do think about this time of year because it is something you can do to reduce your estate and also help family members. And I like anything that helps family members. Um, Let's just take one quick comment before we go to our takeaways. Um, Kimberly is with us. We do tape this live on Facebook Live. And she says, my concern would be to make sure I don't give too much away and not have enough for the rest of my life. How early do you start giving? Not that I'll have that much money. (laughs) Um, You never know. I have confidence in you, Kimberly. You are going to be a very, very wealthy woman very very soon because you're working very hard, I'm sure. Um, what do you think, Chris? Yeah, I definitely. I think this is definitely where you need to have a professional help you. I think there's just some situations where maybe it's a it's a complex question like this, where maybe you don't feel comfortable making the decision, or maybe you don't feel like you can make an educated decision. I think that's definitely where uh, working with a professional, definitely with that much money, um, to kind of get some advice and sound planning because it really does depend on how much money you have. Um, are you married? Can you divide that up between the two of you, or I guess double it between the two of you? Um, how many people do you have eligible to give it to, and what 
what is what is the estate tax limit going to be at the time? So there's a lot of complicated questions that need to be factored in when making a decision like that. Yeah, I think the fact that the estate tax is really a moving target is what the biggest challenge probably is for many people. Um, but I think, like I said, the idea that you want to take care of loved ones is a really important thing. And that's why I'm a big believer in having term life insurance. Um, and it takes it fits perfectly with our sponsor of today's show, which is Bestow. And they are life insurance that is available online. But what's especially great about it is that it is so quick and easy. So if you're familiar with the process, Chris, of how we have traditionally gotten life insurance, you will know that it can be excruciating, long forms. I did all this, by the way, long forms, medical exam a couple of weeks later, and then the long wait for a price that may or may not be what you expected. And the truth is, I know I have better things to do. Do you have better things to do, Chris? Yes. yes. <laughs> Many other things yes. I read it. <laughs> so Bestow makes it easy. Bestow offers term life insurance that is 100% online. They never require a medical exam ever. Prices start at, get this, $3 a month. Mm. Policies are available for two, 10, and 20 years. Personally, I think longer-term coverage is better, especially if you're younger and you know you're going to need it for a long time. You don't need to even put in your name, your email, your phone, or anything to get a quote to get that quote, you, you're going to feel better, by the way. If you do this, guys, apply at hellobestow.com. That is hello, B-E-S-T-O-W.com forward slash M-W-F. And please use our link so that they know that we sent you there. And that's really important to help support the show so we can keep podcasting. This podcast is free for you guys. You can subscribe for free, by the way. So I hope everyone is subscribed. Um, Chris, you want to go first? Or you want the final word? Um, I'll let you go first, Bobby. <laughs> All right. So earlier this week, we talked about gift cards and how cash is better for many reasons. Go back and listen to that show. This takes it to a whole other level. Estate taxes are never fun. So this is a great way to make sure, if that's something you're worried about, that your money gets passed on to your loved ones and not gamble at the ever-changing political tides that affect estate taxes. One note of caution, make sure you communicate to your family how they should use the money. It can be a great vehicle to teach them either, for example, about paying down debt with the money or investing the money, or maybe you want them to use it on an experience, but they'll be hesitant unless you tell them, it's okay. I want you to go on the vacation that you couldn't afford. Or maybe it's to pay for education for their children. Whatever it is, it's okay to make sure that your expectations and your hopes for the money are known. Hmm, I love that. Yeah, really, really letting people know what what was your what was your vision for your money and what did you hope for their lives. I, I really like that point, Bobby. Thanks, Chris. And, and do I you? would. <laughs> oh, for me, my takeaway takeaway number one. Um, I would really need to focus on developing an app that can connect me with people who have estates and that need to get rid of cash. <laughs> That would be my first takeaway. Okay, valid. <laughs> right. I like but it. In, in all seriousness, <laughs> no. Uh, I I've really uh, took away from this that a more broader uh, feeling that we need to be, I think, aware of what we hope, like you said, hope and intend for our estates, our our money, what we've worked so hard to accumulate for our family, and what steps do we need to put in place in order to make sure that they're taken care of and that it's done in a way that that really meets our vision and our, our hopes for their lives. So that was, for me, I was happy you brought that up because that's kind of what I took away from this. It's like, you know, really start looking and thinking about what do you want to happen after you're gone? Because after you're gone, you can't make any more decisions. I love that. Thank you so much, Chris. That was really, that was a lot of wisdom. A lot oh, well, of wisdom. Thank you, Bobby. <laughs> so thank you. Tell us what's going on over at Popcorn Finance going into the new year. Oh, yeah. So, what do you have planned uh, for us? 
So I'm wrapping up 2019, and I'm really excited about a conversation that uh, that'll probably be out by now. And I'm talking to um, to someone about. We do all this work to save, and then we get really down on ourselves when we have to pull from that savings account. So it's more about encouraging everyone to, hey, things happen, but be more excited about the fact that you are saved, and you're saved and you're prepared, and you actually can uh, weather a storm versus being down on yourself or having to touch your savings. So it's kind of hopefully an encouraging word for some people out there who are hitting a tough time and maybe have to dip into what they work so hard to build up. But that's what it's for. Right. That's what it's there it's for. It's okay. No one's yeah. life is perfect. Certainly not financially. It gets messy. That's why we have these yeah. conversations. If it were easy, we would have no listeners. So <laughs> exactly. We're keeping it interesting. <laughs> and don't forget to tell everyone, what are your socials, Chris? Oh, yeah. You can come find me at Popcorn Finance Podcast on Instagram. That's really the place I hang out the most. Come join me on a Tuesday. I'm talking about tiny houses every Tuesday. <laughs> we love those spots. Absolutely. And if you want to participate in our Money Friends polls, follow us on Instagram or Twitter. But the polls happen on Instagram stories at Money Friends Pod. That is the handle for both of those. And if you want to learn more about Chris and our other amazing thought leaders or get links to the articles that we talk about on the show, go to our website at Money with Friends podcast.com. On behalf of Chris Browning of the Popcorn Finance Podcast, I'm Bobby Rebell. Have a great day, everyone. Thanks for joining us. This show is created and hosted by Joe Saul Cihai and Bobby Rebell and is a joint venture of BRK Media LLC and Stacking Benjamins LLC, copyright 2019. Taylor Eichenberg engineered this show and Ashley Wall is the producer. For a list of our friends who appear on the podcast, head to our website, moneywithfriendspodcast.com. You can also check out our schedule for upcoming recording sessions so you can join us and be part of the show. As with anything, remember you shouldn't take advice from any of us or any other video or podcast without first talking to your financial advisor and that the people in this episode are here for your and their entertainment purposes only. I'm Joe's mom's neighbor, Doug, and we'll see you back here next time with another episode of Money with Friends.